let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor. You're a new DM who wants to jump behind the screen. Maybe you've been volunteered by your gaming group, but aren't quite ready. You've been watching people play games online or on podcasts, and you're thinking to yourself, where do they come up with all that descriptive narrative? There's no way I can do that. Well, don't worry. We've got a solution for you. What if I were to tell you that I can put a team of professional writers alongside you at your desk while you're prepping your game? Sounds pretty good, huh? With Describe, we can do just that. These narratives vividly describe monsters, places, spells, people, you name it. It's there. And there are more than 6,000 of these easy-to-search-up, copy, and pasteable, beautifully written narratives right at your fingertips. Confidently read these narratives aloud in your campaign and impress noob and veteran gamer alike. And the best thing about it is, the library of narratives is constantly growing, and it's affordable. Describe has graciously provided us with a discount for our listeners. Head on over to describe.com backslash dmd. That's D-S-C-R-Y-B dot com backslash DMD. Use the code DMD at checkout to try Describe for two weeks for free. Links will be in the show notes. And now, back to the show. D&D Campaign Starters, Part Due. Or as I say in French, Duh. Nice. Well, Homer Simpson says that. He must be French. Duh. <laughs> Don't! This week we're continuing our series on D&D Campaign Starters. This week we're talking about writs. Now, we're not coming up with this on the fly. We're sharing how we've done this in the past to launch our seven-year campaign. Which was epic. It was it was epic. Yep. And it all started with... The PCs each receive a writ from a noble person who is allied with their nation. The writ, of course, starts them on a quest. And that's how, that's how it launched seven years of, of gameplay and, and investment in characters. Something as simple as that. And... It was several different nations pooling their heroes together to go on a quest to discover why the world was was shaking and why there was this dust and debris falling from the sky and why the sun was being blotted out. But what I think made it interesting was the characters. One character, Madit, happened upon... After he escaped from his his slavers, he happened upon a dying man and that man's horse, and that man had his writ. That's right. Yep. So he takes this knight's writ and follows it to this place where he presents himself, but he is clearly not this noble knight from a faraway land. He is a dwarf who had been enslaved for a long period of time. He had been scarred and had only one leg. Enslaved by the illithid. Yes. And and was a broken creature, but one of the most compelling characters I've ever had at a table. Len was... Len had messed up. He had screwed <laughs> up big time, and his mercenary group was out to get him. So 
he hit the road and took these tunnels to escape from, from the empire he lived in. And he happened upon this other elf of his kind who invited him to his camp and, uh, Len suffocated him in his sleep and took the writ and posed as him. And only later was it found out that Len was actually not Len, but he had actually killed him. And then there were others. One was a criminal. One was a zealot. One was a thief. Two were thieves, actually. Viviana and Carolou. Yeah, yeah, towards the end, yeah. As we added more as the years went on. We only started with four players. But... As the story goes, Bill, take it, take it from there. They present themselves to this place in our homebrew world, which was the beginning of our homebrew world. It, this yep. place became the epicenter of it, the first place designed for our homebrew world. And that was Darkhold, um, a fortified city that was buried or embedded in what was called the cleft, a, a 300 to 400 foot high cliff that ran from the east coast of the west coast of the entire continent where the continent was sheared by the great sundering a long long time ago in the past and this is where it it all started and from there they were sent out saying it's along the cleft somewheres is where we think this is coming you need to find out what's going on there were other groups that were sent out before them, and there will be others being sent out after them because not one group can cover the whole continent. So off they went. And our group, surprisingly, was the one that stumbled upon the, the reason the entire uh, continent was shaking. And it was actually the rebirth of the world the, dragon, the, world dragon the, the dragon that basically was the, the physical embodiment of of the world's uh, consciousness. And uh, every 500 years, it, it doesn't just molt. It dies, and from its carcass arises several small larvae that literally consume one another till there's only one left, and that pupates into a new dragon. And this all happens within a day. But the, the weakening of the dragon is it's disrupting the pattern the flow, the heartbeat of the world, and that's what's shaking the, the continent. And until it dies, it doesn't cease. Until, well, until it's re- reborn, the shaking doesn't cease because now the, the harmony has been once again reestablished. And this is a very simple way to start a campaign with just a piece of paper that says, go here and do this thing. But to make it interesting, to make it compelling, this thing has to become bigger. And gradually it 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 became bigger so to the point where, okay, just the first year it was, you know, the consciousness of the world itself that was that was shifting and growing anew. And then from there the entire campaign like ballooned into something even broader, into world saving stuff. And and we we've mentioned a writ. Now we've done the writ a couple different ways over the years. Um, initially you were simply told you received the writ and I narrated the writ. After that, we've actually sent out actual summons yes. and writs in a couple of different forms that too. With wax seals. Yeah, you know, with, with customized wax seals yeah. for our, our gaming group um, and rolled parchment. Yeah, we've drafted yeah. uh, characters by sending a draft notice to their email or to their, to their mailing address. Yes, from Gnomeland Security. Yep. So there's a lot of interesting things you could do with a very simple concept 
like a writ, right? You can hand it out at the table, but, and that's cool too, because having that physical stuff there is pretty neat, but Mm -hmm. it was impactful. I think when they got something in their mail, mail to their wax seal on it. They were looking for that manila envelope because in the packet we had other information about yep. where we were staying and the house rules and any game rules. So it was an information packet, but in there was that 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 folded wax sealed written, and it got to the point where they were waiting for something. As the years were going on, they're like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh what's what's coming in the mail this year?" Because we kind of changed it up a few times. Yeah, and we have other ideas as well. It all starts enough. It all starts with a piece of That's paper. Right. This is enough to get you started. Yep. And where you see it can go, but you just need that one like launching platform. And the writ is a very simple way to accomplish that, but allow your campaign to balloon into something bigger and more epic. Your players are certainly going to be appreciative of that. That's episode two of our DMD short series, D&D Campaign Starters. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us out on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you and have a good day.